Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Trevor Olson Show. <laughs> Nothing set up. Trevor Olson Show, episode number 44. 44444. Episode number 44, ladies and gentlemen. On Wednesday, February, is it 17th? Oh, indeed. February 17th, 2021. I am your host, Trevor Olson. How is everybody doing? What is going on? Hope your week's off to a good start. Hope life is moving in the right direction for you. Huh? I'm chopping all my hair off tomorrow. It's coming off. I have made the decision that I've had I had long hair in the past, as most of you know. And if you didn't, uh, I had long hair, like like nipple length of hair. At its longest, at the longest. And I have done a handful of styles in between along the way. And the one thing I have not done in a long time since I was in elementary school, not elementary school, <laughs> since uh, like middle school-ish. Well, maybe it was elementary school. It was when I was in baseball. When was I in baseball? I don't know. Um, one thing I have not done since I was very young is 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 like buzz cut it. And so I'm buzz cutting it. Tomorrow, tomorrow I have a, I have a, a hair appointment, a schedule at the salon. It'll be very yeah, uh, my my hairdresser dude, uh John. He's he's just expecting a a standard cut like, all right, get you cleaned up. Let's talk about the pan. <laughs> John and I, we always have great conversations. That's why I like going to a salon. I suggest a salon over a barber for a couple reasons. One uh, is that they they wash your hair. Instead of just going to a barber where they just walk in and kind of spritz you in the face <laughs> and the hair, half of it goes in your eyeball. Instead of that, they uh, at a salon, they, they lay you down they're gonna make sweet love to you and then they uh they uh they shampoo and condition your hair and then they give you a head massage the good ones do they give you a nice head massage and it's really quite nice that's like i just pay for that and then uh they sit you down then they chop your hair and john and i are the salon could you do you call a you call him a barber at a salon i don't know i don't know a hairstylist whatever you want to call him uh, him and I, we always have good conversations, so it's always it's always fun. I always look forward to it. Oh, I just realized this might be messed up. Oh no, that's good. Didn't know if you guys were hearing me appropriately. Um, so he's he we're gonna we're gonna sit down. And he's gonna be like, all right, Trevor, the standard. I know what to do, and I'm gonna be like, <laughs> hold on, John. And then it's all coming. I'm gonna be like, no, this is actually. I'm gonna show him a picture of a handsome shaved Matthew McConaughey because <laughs> he he uh he pulls it off really well and I was like I want to I want a hair like this and so it's all it's 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 a means for me to have a fresh start hair wise a fresh look I have something in my eyeball speaking of getting sprayed in the eyeball last three minutes feels like an ant is biting my iris <laughs> um nice uh so it's coming off tomorrow i just want a new look i just want a fresh not a fresh start i just want a fresh haircut 
And uh, also, I'm trying to not get too attached to uh, my physical features. Don't be too. I'm trying not to get too attached to the way my body looks and the way the way I look. And you know, I, I want to be a bit more malleable. And uh, and it'll grow back. So imagine if it didn't. <laughs> After shave it or get a buzz cut and then I just immediately afterwards go bald and uh I have no hair after that I was just talking to a friend who uh he had a mullet excuse me in college and he said that his friend also had a mullet and then as soon as uh <laughs> so they did uh, they did it together and uh the, his friend did the mullet and then imme- like immediately afterwards he, he went bald <laughs> And I was, I just thought that was funny. Like, wow, I bet if he knew this was coming, the last thing he would have done with his hair would be to make a mullet. Like, if you knew you were going to go bald, you'd probably just have a beautiful mane and you'd you'd make it as beautiful as possible. And uh, let's be honest, mullets are not beautiful. Now, some of you might have a mullet, and I'm sorry to hear that. And I recommend not having a mullet. Uh, why? I'm discriminating. Why am I discriminating uh, Discriminating against people with mullets? It's my right. No, I don't care. Do whatever, do whatever you want with your hair. Uh, the, day, the day, the day, the week. The week is off to a good start, folks. I feel like um, life is continuing to progress forward. I have not been watching the news at all, and so I've got nothing to share with you with regards to uh, opinions on current events. I still struggle with that. It's like, uh, part of me wants to watch the news so I can discuss these things with you, but uh, a larger part is like, I just want to feel, I want to be like mentally healthy. And so I just feel like the news is so negative. Speaking of negative, uh, the book I'm I, I'm reading, uh, Dostoevsky's Crime and Punishment, there it's it's very well, it's excellent. It's brilliantly written, obviously, and um, but it's like really uh, it's like it's one of those books where the author's just really really good at, at at making you visualize what's going on, and there's just like a lot of poverty and a lot of horrible things happening, and it's really it's like oh it's almost it's disturbing and. And almost depressing. It's like the when I read The Jungle, which I still have like 50 pages left. I never finished it, which I need to finish it. The Jungle by Upton, Upton Sinclair. Um, like that book is... It will not make you feel good. Like it's it'll make you re well but in a sense it will as well because all these horrible things are happening to this Lithuanian immigrant family from the 19th century. And... The only way that it will make you feel good is uh, it helps you recognize how blessed and fortunate you are here in the 21st century with all of our problems. Like, life is infinitely better than the 1800 folks. Not sure if you knew that, but uh, it yeah, truly is. And yeah, it was just a, uh, like, and I was telling my dad about the book a long time ago when I was reading it, and I was like, oh, it's makes you feel, you know, I was like, it's. I was telling him all the horrible things happening, and he was like, he doesn't like reading books that make him like not feel good. He's like, oh, why would you read that? And I was like, well, it's important to understand how far we've come as people. It's important to know that a hundred year Oh, light just died, son of a bitch. It's important to recognize uh, 
how far we've come as a, as, as a society within a couple hundred years. It was a mess 200 years ago. It's still a mess, but it's less of a mess, and that's a good thing. See, every, every, every year, things become a little bit less of a mess. Uh, except last year, it seemed like we maybe went in the wrong direction. I could be wrong. Um, but I, I, I'm a, I'm a things happen for a reason type of guy, I suppose you could say. I was just, again, having that, that same converse, very same conversation yesterday with a friend. Um, yes. So, 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 uh, the book Crime and Punishment, it's good. It's going well. I feel like this podcast, I just need to have, start having guests on. I, <laughs> I feel, I feel as if, uh, I just talk about the book, well, which I enjoy. I enjoy listening to people who talk about the books they read. So if you don't like it, there's like 40 of you out here listening. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, no, I just need to, I need to start having some guests. Some guests, you guess. So I've, I learned some things about the, the watch I bought. Sort of. I'll share it with you. So this, I'm not, I'm not a watch, like, connoisseur, if you will. Um, but I mean, I like watches and this was, yeah, the, like Vinceros, it's called Vinceros, uh, Nero marble automatic, something like that, but it's an automatic watch. And what that means is that, I don't know if you'll be able to see this. Let's see on the back here. Oh boy. Let's see on the back. If I keep it spin it, there's a, there's a little, there you go. You can see that piece inside kind of shaking. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Basically, let me, let me, what was the exact definition? Uh, automatic watches work. An automatic watch, so this is, so this is an automatic, and it says, uh, it's pretty quite, it's quite cool. An automatic watch movement uses a rotor or metal weight, so that's what it's at, at, at the back there, if that's, if I'm understanding it correctly, uses a metal weight to power the timepiece. The rotor will oscillate freely within the watch. Yes, so that's the rotor. Every time the wearer moves their wrist, <laughs> every time the wearer, wearer moves their wrist, the rotor spins. That intrinsic spinning motion is transferred into energy that winds the mainspring of the watch automatically. Pretty cool, right? Isn't that neat? But you have to like uh, set it every like forty, every like day or two. You got to reset the time. But it's still cool. I, I I've never I haven't had an automatic watch before, and so it's a little more it's a little more effort. That's a real problem to have on oh, my automatic watch. I have to wind every two days. Oh, how do you survive, Trevor? Very very carefully. Uh, I'm damn I'm pissed that light went out. But I saw that coming. Uh, I've had the battery in there for like two weeks, and it's a rechargeable battery. I'm working on some music friends well uh i did announce on my on online that march 26th lead single off the album is coming out baby lead single off the album is coming out i'll say it again march 26th lead single off the album is coming out and um i'm very excited about that also um but with regards to music i also released now I, I think you guys know like uh, on january 29th i released uh song called Vulnerable, a collaboration with a couple dudes, and um, I'm, I'm making an, an acoustic version. So I started the acoustic version yesterday, 
and uh, it's actually just vocals and piano. So I was thinking about just doing an, like an acoustic guitar version, but uh, I came up with a nice little piano piece for it that I've been working on for a while and uh, started it yesterday, the actual recording process, and, and it was fun. It's good to record, definitely good. And I, I've got basically a nice, I was going to say rough draft, but it's really more, it's more, it's more than a rough draft. It's, it's the foundation. It's built, it's, it, I laid down the foundation yesterday and it's sounding pretty good. I, I'm going to have to re, go through and redo uh, some of the vocals uh, as always. That's normal. And uh, clean things up a bit, get things, get it sounded good. Took a nice sauna this morning, as always, again, as always. I see, you see, I just talk about saunas and books and gyms and, and uh, <laughs> haircuts. And, uh, <coughs> I'm going to order the couch today. I'm all over the place. I'm going to... Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm all over the place on this podcast. As always, I'm going to order uh, either a love seat or a couch today. And I was looking at couches for a long time, and I like the fact that they can double as a futon. But I don't, really, I don't necessarily need it to double as a futon. And a love seat would really fit better. So it's going to go right over there. And I am looking at just getting a grayish one couple hundred bucks with shipping like 250 nothing expensive <laughs> nothing expensive uh just need a little love seat i'm gonna fuck off that uh dresser um and oh, fuck off mate I, I watched this great movie for like the third time for like the third time for the third time the other day on sunday took it easy on sunday and um yeah, it was. It's called the Gentleman, and it's with Matthew. I might have talked about it on here. Who knows? But it's called the Gentleman with Matthew McConaughey and who else is in it? Let's see. The Gentleman. Gentleman. Came out in 2020, so it's brand spanking new. 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it was better than that. Uh, where's the cast? Here we go. Yeah, uh, Charlie Hunnam. Hanam, 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 however you say his name, he was awesome in it, uh, Matthew McConaughey, Colin Farrell, Michelle Dockery, uh, Hugh Grant, like really, really uh, big name actors, obviously, uh, and it's so good, Matthew McConaughey is a badass, same with Hanam, 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 and uh, I also just saw him in this other movie, Chris, I'm getting kind of into him as far as an actor, he's really good. Um, what was he just in? It was in, uh, like, Hell Prison. Hell Island, they called it. Right? Let's see. Hell Island. Is this correct? Um, no, it's not it. I don't know. I can't remember what it was called. But, besides the point, the gentleman is an... A gentleman, the gentleman is really... An awesome movie, and I recommend you guys check it out. Check it out. They say "fuck" and "cunt" <laughs> more times than I've e ever heard in a movie. But also, it takes place in the UK, and they just th 
they throw the word cunt around all the time over there. In America, it's like, it's, it's very frowned upon that word. Over there, they're just like, ah, you fucking cunt. Like, <laughs> they just say it, they say it all the time. Um, but not here in America. It's a naughty word. So, uh, recommend the movie, folks. Recommend checking it out. Uh, it's a good one. I need to start having guests. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I gotta shut this off even though it's off. Hello. There we go. Um, what else has been going on, guys? I just, I just feel like not much to talk about. Nice little lighter, huh? Oh, yeah. Kumbaya, my lord. See, look what I'm doing. You, <laughs> um, yeah, look at this. I'm fucking si 17 minutes in. I'm out of things to talk about. This podcast is over. It's done for. No, it's fine. It's not a problem. Um, oh, look at me. Look at stumped. Huh. Can you imagine it? Stumped 17 minutes in to the podcast. Trevor, wow, this is really excellent. You talked for 15 minutes about nothing. In the last 15 minutes, you tried to talk about nothing. No, I'm, maybe I'm being too hard on myself. I think I may, I might be a little, a little bit too self-critical, folks. A little bit too judgmental. You don't want to knock yourself down with your criticisms. Now you want to have a healthy dose of self-criticism, and you want to be able to ev evaluate yourself and look inwardly. But, uh, man, sometimes you, it might be a little too hard. Maybe I'm not too hard on myself. I don't know. Uh, all I know is that you don't want to crush yourself with your own judgments. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm always, like, preaching. And I, I don't want to come off as preachy. But hopefully, I, hopefully I, I, I don't come off that way. But I just, like, I get excited about information that I learn. And I just want to share it with you guys, like all, all the things that uh, things that I've started to implement and and do in my, throughout my life. Um, I yeah, I feel like over the last like twenty episodes, I just remember episode nineteen was me <laughs> shouting into a microphone, into the mic, and just having fun. And everyone was like, "Oh, it was your best episode yet? It was so funny." And then the last twenty, I feel like they haven't been funny at all. I don't know. That's why I just maybe just want to start having guests on. Um, yeah, because it also be fun to like interact with you guys, but obviously this isn't live, so I need I need some ideas. I need some guests. I think that would really make make it more interesting for both you and me because I I can learn something from the conversation being had, hopefully with the person uh, whoever comes on, and then uh, and then and then you know we're both a little bit smarter, a little bit better, and that's what is good about conversations folks you want to reach out and interact with people who contradict your own belief system and your own ideas because that's how you learn that is how you learn i listened to uh a great that was good it was a good podcast i was listening to uh gad sad gad, gad it's hell of a name right gad sad um no he, he came on to um Jordan Peterson's podcast. It was pretty good. There, uh, it's a big, little over my head, a little bit. I understood most of it, but, but again, that's good. You want to be a little outside your comfort zone. 
but one podcast that I really enjoyed, I don't know if I talked about it on here, I might have, was uh, Mark Manson, who went on to Peterson. And Mark Manson wrote the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, which I've read like four times. And uh, it's really entertaining, and I like his comedy. Uh, but it's also, it's really insightful. It was just, it's a good, it's a good reminder. It's like, it brings me back to earth, so to speak, when I feel like things are getting out of control. It's like, oh yeah, I gotta just, like, I care about a certain few things that really matter to me and say, uh, just forget about the rest, basically. Um, but yeah, he, he came on to Jordan Peterson's podcast and, uh, it was really, really, really excellent. They talked, it was him and, him and Peterson and, uh, Peterson's daughter, Michaela. And yeah, they were, it was excellent. It was good. It was entertaining. It was insightful. I felt like I learned, I learned some things from it. And I, I listened to that a couple times. I actually, I listened to it and then I just re-listened to it right away. It was one of those podcasts where I was like, that was really good. I want to listen to it again. And uh, so maybe, maybe consider checking that one out. Maybe consider checking, checking that one out. Uh, did I tell you I went out? When, when did I go out? I didn't. Did I? It's Wednesday, Saturday. When did I go out? Did I go out Saturday or Friday? Either way, I think I don't think I told you. Maybe no, I didn't. Did I tell you guys that I went out on Saturday? I don't know if I did. If I did, sorry, I'm going to tell you again. No, it was nice. I went out with some friends and some friends of their friends, and we ended up at a couple different bars. I had my a couple uh, non-alcoholics guys. I'm closing in on day 300 of no alcohol, like 283. I don't know. I I haven't been keeping track, but I will say I've been paying a bit more attention as I approach day 300, just because that's cool. Um, but no, it was fun going out. Uh, we we. Uh, went to Soul Blue in the area, which was fun. Then 9.30 rolled around, and they were like, last call. I was like, what? Last call? It's 9.30. I just, we just got out. And uh, so they were just, everyone was just going to go home. And I was like, well, I mean, do you guys want to go to the CNR? Which the CNR has uh, really taken over the area, ma- mainly because just through circumstance uh, with Michigan being closed for so long and CNR being right across the uh, the bridge into Wisconsin everyone's just been going there they also fixed it up and it looks super nice and they did a nice job um, and it's it's a very very big much bigger than I remember it when I was young and uh, it looks great but yeah I mean the, the place was packed and it was pretty fun I, um, I'm kind of over <laughs> like country bars I just I, don't know, I feel like I don't belong up here. I don't belong here, guys. <laughs> just, I don't, I, well, I don't, I don't want to say that. I was going to say, I, 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 you know, just like you, you resonate and you, more like you identify with, with uh, certain places really well. I just feel like I don't identify with, uh, with the crowd up here very well, with people up here very well. Like I can talk and get along with anyone, but I just... Like when I was in Nashville, obviously, I just felt like I really, really identified with the culture and the people and the energy and the creativity. Whereas it's like up here, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just different. There's nothing wrong with the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. There's, that's not what I'm saying. I, I've lived here for many, most of my life. And, it, and there's many good reasons for that. But 
But I will say, just personally for me, I just feel like I don't really identify with it anymore, especially as I've gotten older. Again, this is not shitting on the Upper Peninsula. It's beautiful here. Um, but, you know, there's eh, small towns. There's kind of a lack of nuance. And that just is bound to happen anywhere. But um, also, also, like, and I've got no, like, there's not nothing wrong with blue-collar hard work. There is not. I've done a lot of jobs like that, and I admire that sort of work. I don't want to do it forever, but um, that's just sort of the area. Like, there's not a lot of opportunities creatively. Um, people will probably not be happy about me saying that, but, I mean, just I'm just saying, I'm just saying my observations. Um, so, yeah, I just feel like I don't really identify with, here anymore maybe just as i've gotten older maybe i need to move look at this you guys are watching me figure out that i might have to move <laughs> i just really i just i did love nashville and it's not la nor do i nor would i want to go to la at all like you know it's sunny and nice yeah it's also shut down for the last year <laughs> and I, I just i don't need to be around that type of well, that's a really broad brush. I was going to say those, that type of people. I take that back. And I haven't even been to L.A., so I can't say any bad things. Just I'm just repeating what, I, what I've heard people say. I just know there's a lot of fucking crazy people there. But there's crazy people everywhere. Uh, and also, I don't need to be in New York or anything like that. It's really, truly, the big three are uh, L.A., New York, Nashville. And tons of people are moving to Nashville. And Austin. Austin's really blown up, I hear. So... If I was to move anywhere, it'd probably, if I was to just like up, if I had to up and leave today, I'd probably go settle in Nashville. And uh, A, because Tennessee's gorgeous, much like here. It's very beautiful here. So I really appreciate that. Uh, B, there's just more creative, op well, infinitely more creative opportunities with regards to music, obviously. And uh, yeah, just kind of, I like the, the young, vibrant energy of the city. I was just talking about this with someone yesterday at the gym. She was just like, oh, I just feel, I'm like 26 and I feel old. And and she's like, I look at people who live in the cities who are like 30 and they look like they're 20 and then they've got the energy of an 18-year-old. And I was like, well, there's a certain energy about cities. It's like you go to New York or any other sort of big city. I mean, there's just more people. There's more energy. Uh, that's just like part of the culture. And so small towns are intentionally quieter, like, that's what people want in a small town. It's like, that's why people stick around. There's a million great things about being up here. If I if there was more creative opportunities, and I think if, I, if, if I could just magically make a couple things happen around here, it would be to, even though it would, it would no longer be a small town, it would be, Iron Mountain at least, be to like dramatically increase the population Add like a add like hundred thousand young people. <laughs> That'd be, and then, uh, well, just by doing that alone, man, a lot of a lot of things would happen. Towns would grow, uh, more opportunities would would present themselves. There'd be more of a music scene. There'd just be there more. There'd be more uh, opportunities available. Yeah, yeah, if I was to do that. But yeah, if I had to up and leave, I would just go to Nashville. I think. I liked Minneapolis and St. Paul. I definitely did. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't want to move back there. But I could see myself living in Nashville. 
Maybe I'll move to Nashville someday. Maybe I should just go. Maybe I should just up and leave today. <laughs> Pack all my shit up. Next episode's me down there. That'd be fun. Get a little apart. Well, that's one thing nice about up here is you can buy a home, like, extremely affordably. How much are homes in Nashville? Let's find out. Am I still on camera? Oh, yeah. Average cost of a home in How much do you need to live comfortably in Nashville? <laughs> GoBankingRates.com released new findings that the cost to live comfortably in Nashville is just over $80,000. The problem is the median household income is closer to $50,000. A $30,000 gap. Well, I mean, you just I could just rent a place. That's all. That's all you got to do about that. Get a place, uh, $1,100 a month. <laughs> There's a nice place that I saw down there, actually that my friend friend own friend owns, and he was like, "Yeah, you want to rent it? I'll, I'll rent it out to you." And he was like, "That's twelve hundred dollars a month." And I was like, "Oh, I don't want to do that." <laughs> but super nice place. But I mean, my God, you can rent a house up here for like six hundred, or, or take you know take out a mortgage for like six I don't know two hundred dollars a month, which is nice. So there, th that's nice. Like that's also a really nice benefit up here. Is like it's super affordable. As I say, living in my parents' basement. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. All right. What we cover today? Little books, little little Nashville, little little little. This is a pop filter, by the way. In case you're wondering, it stops the p p p p p p p p plosives. Notice how it that sounded horrible in your ears, especially if you were just listening to headphones. I apologize. Um, listening through headphones, rather. Next time you see me, I'll have no hair. Uh, you guys all have a fantastic rest of your day. Keep moving forward. If you'd like to reach out to the show, I'd love to hear from you. By God, I would. The Trevor Olson Show at gmail.com. That's the Trevor Olson Show at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you folks. Also, if you enjoyed the show and you'd like to support the show and you'd like to uh, gain access to all of the Saturday episode, episodes, all the Saturday episodes that come out, uh, oddly enough, on Saturdays, uh, head over to patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. Uh, patreon.com slash Trevor Olson to sign up for the Patreon episodes. You can also get handwritten letters, autographed pictures, all sorts of cool shit opportunities to Skype. You guys know the deal. Patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. You guys all have a fantastic rest of your week. Keep moving forward, and I will see you on Saturday. <laughs>